0: Hey, dude! This dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. Five, four, three, three, two, one, one, zero. All engine running. Lift We have a
1: lift off? Hey, all you pet stylists! You found the groom pod. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you, I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Bird.
0: Oh, Susie, we made it. We made it through the week before Christmas. I'm still married, which is absolutely
1: unbelievable since I've been trapped here for 14 of the days before Christmas. 14 days I lost. But it's okay. I I didn't really lose it, though, because everybody just waits. They move a little bit farther out. It just shifts my Christmas a little bit. But I always wonder, are people going to be in that same giving spirit when I come the first week of january well we'll see won't we <laughs>
0: we'll we'll find out well it's a shared thing and at least they got snow too they may not be snowed into the extent but they certainly have it's not like you had a unique catastrophic experience over here and they didn't you know like the first one was
1: like that, very much. We were isolated. Nobody else got snow. I couldn't get out. It didn't matter that no one else had snow, but they all know where I live. You know, it's about having a relationship with your clients. That's the best thing I can say. And we're going to talk some more about that in a minute. Yeah. So, welcome <laughs> to episode 359 of The Groom Pod, recorded on. Christmas Day, December 25th, 2022 in Snohomish, Washington and Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors, Best Shot, Show Season, Evolution Cheers, Groom More, and Stazco. And if you'd like to tip us or be a sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by going to our website, thegroompod.com, or become a member of our Patreon group, patreon.com slash thegroompod. All right, Barbara. What's new this week is brought to you by Groomore Software. If you haven't found Groomore, you're missing out. Groomer is an all-in-one software solution for your grooming business. Whether you are a solo mobile groomer or manage several shops, Groomore has everything you need. 24-hour online booking and forms, routing, credit card processing, reminders, Google Calendar and QuickBooks integration, and so much more. And the best customer service anywhere. Shop, mobile, or house call, Groomer has you covered. And they're giving us a free month. Just enter GroomPod22 in the coupon code. Well, I didn't leave the house for the last week, so I don't really have that much to talk about, except for I did go out yesterday, and I reaped the rewards from some of my favorite people. And I, but I was grooming at 830 8 uh, eight fifteen at night, still grooming on Christmas Eve, but you know my people are important, and this dog had needed to be done so badly, and I had put him off in the snow, so I went. It was all right; I, I survived it. But as a result, I really have nothing grooming wise to talk about. But I know you do.
0: I had a very dramatic, stressful week, and uh, it, it was a combination of. Things, but the the first thing that happened was that Monday, which is my day off, but it's Dave's day to groom by himself, and he does the big dogs. Yes. So Monday, first of all, I woke up and couldn't find my phone. Oh, that's 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 always a disaster. (laughs) I I couldn't find my phone almost all yeah until the next day I think, but. I got a call. I had my. I had, I'm so glad I have my Apple Watch Me too. because I can get some messages and calls from there. And I got a call from Yvonne saying that Dave was very sick, maybe going to the hospital. Uh, we had to groom Charlie, <laughs> the bearded collie. That was his dog. So it was Big Charlie. He's a young, vibrant, full-coated, bearded collie. And ugh. ugh. So I I asked Yvonne if she could come in and bathe him. And then as soon as he was bathed, she went off to check on Dave, and I dried the dog. And it, it, it worked for me. I really, you know, like... There's a part of me that still enjoys drying the dog. I love it. I'm such a good dryer. If you use it as a meditation, it is it is soothing. It's when you fight it that it's stressful.
1: I have learned to embrace the drying time. And it was difficult for me because I don't sit still for two minutes ever. I but know. with podcasting and audiobooks, I can really distract my mind and get into something other than the state of the world or the dog, you know, I'm always tuned into the dog in front of me, but I can have this background noise that's going on that's totally entertaining. And I now, with the exception of dogs that won't dry, which, you know, hello, that's what I'm dealing with at this point, but um, I love it.
0: I used a, a combination on him of best shot, dirty plenish finishing spray which is like it's like their main finishing spray with the dirty wash fragrance and the um artero mix on one side of the table i had one spray bottle on the other side of the table i had the other spray bottle and i just sprayed and dried and you know i i have to say that i'm sorry for rumors that don't know how much it helps to use a silicone spray while you're drying, not just the conditioner people tend to kind of blow off that step three of the best shot three step process and uh blow off it was
1: he, he made a pun and I just thought I'd acknowledge that. <laughs>
0: uh my partner is what do you say, OCD sound effects person, uncontrollable, uh, has to add a sound effect thing. Sometimes when I'm walking down the street, I play my own background
1: music. (laughs)
0: <laughs> a lot of people do that. You see them all on the street all the time. <laughs> it's a, that's a good thing. So anyway, I reconnected with the importance of not just conditioning while well in the tub and the way the recirculating bather conditions the coat so well. But the importance of spraying knots as you dry. And I, you know, I use the air on my dryer. Yvonne uses the brush. I use the air. And I finish in half the time that she does. And later in the week on Friday, we team groomed the other, the same client, other bearded collie, the old fat Tired bearded collie, and I just did it so much faster. I just dried my side, my part so much faster because I was spraying as I was going, and I was staying in the same area until it dried, you know, allowing the heat from the high velocity dryer to accumulate in a whole area because when you stop in that area and go to some other area. It cools off and you lose the drying effect of the warmth of the air on that spot. So I groom my whole leg before I groom another leg, et cetera, et cetera. And I think you've just heard me talk about this, but I groomed uh, Charlie, the bearded collie, dried and brushed him out without issue. And kind of a funny thing happened. The dog didn't want to come in for grooming. This dog always races in and he jumps into the tub and he's you know he's eager to and the man the owner had to wrestle him into the front door that makes me worry about what happened the last time he was there right wouldn't it i trust most
1: dogs and especially if you know their personality, so you know they're not generally dramatic dogs, because some dogs are very dramatic, you have to admit it. But if you know it's a steady dog that comes in every time and then all of a sudden doesn't want to come in, I would trust that a little bit.
0: I have to have a conversation about that because I because I recall that Dave complained that the dog was in uh, had a, a tons of undercoat coming out, it was in really bad shape. So I went out of my way to make it not so stressful for Charlie. I was sure that I didn't tug too heavily on on snarls. I talked to him and I patted his head and his butt and you know I I just kind of I was very friendly about it. So I hope that I've restored some goodwill with the dog because the dog tells the person <laughs> and in not coming in is a big communication. So there was that. I want to report on my uh replacement for my broken bathing beauty. This pump that I got is working really well. The 60 dollar pump that nice. I bought off of Amazon. It's just filling The bill, it's a quarter of a horsepower, and I chose it that low because that's actually what the Hanvey pump is. And I remembered my my friend um, in Scotland who made a DIY bathing system went to like a full horsepower, think he was going to have the most powerful pump. And what happened is it just sprayed off the dog. So... You really need just right water pressure for um, pushing the product through the hair and not just bouncing off the dog's body. Or shooting those
1: little dogs back into the
0: corner. Yeah. <laughs> what I did because I didn't have the button, the air button to turn it on and off with your foot like the handy. So I, have an extension cord with a six outlet strip and an on and off switch that the extension box has. And I plugged that into my special yellow socket, don't electrocute me box. What do you call that? GFCI or GFI. Yeah, GFI box. And so that worked real good. And so then you just reach over and I pulled my small grooming table up to the edge of the tub. And so you could just like reach around the back of the tub and hit that button, and uh, you could turn it on and off that way. That's very pleasant. My actual air button that I ordered from Canada came in on Friday, and I set it up, and it has a couple of problems. Well, first of all, it worked for one day, and it didn't turn on the second day. We'll figure that out. But it has a plug that covers the top of the GFI Plug, So I can't use them both. That's a problem. That's a problem. However, because the outlet itself is so far removed, it's, you know, a good eight feet from the tub. It's not, it, there's no water, that, there's no moisture over there. And so it's a lot safer than where the location of the strip is. So it's uh, it's less urgent to have that, but ultimately I have to resolve that problem. I have to get a way to get that GFI breaker in there to protect us. But it's going to work out, and the pump is really good. And I'm going to post when we put this ah uh, issue when we put this issue like it's a magazine. <laughs> 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 When we drop this uh, podcast Yeah,
1: drop the pod
0: Episode, I will attach that link to that particular pump Okay? What I found out when you were searching around
1: for your pump and having this disaster Is that Hydrosurge no longer makes a power bather at all No more Oh yeah? They backed out All you have is a bathing beauty for your options plus there's one coming in from China Doesn't Opause have one? And Opause has one, which will probably be the same as the new one that's coming in from China that Tony Pu is bringing in. So no more Oster, which means that when I need to recondition my last of my two Oster hydro surges, I'm going to be SOL and I might have to buy a $700 replacement. You know, they're 20 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I really
0: shouldn't you know, wa Well, I was a little disappointed. This, this last pump that broke down was only three or four years old. And I, there again, I have a feeling that some mishandling might have happened. Some running dry might have happened. You know, something like
1: that. Speak about <laughs> running dry. <laughs> I ran out of water yesterday because I forgot to fill up. I was so excited to leave the house.
0: Oh, no, you (laughs) ran, ran out of
1: water at the client's house? Okay, so I was finishing the second dog, who was Buddy the Bichon, and I convinced them to cut that massive haircut off of him because he got stressed and rubbed his eye last time. And, you know, it's just not worth it. So I got them to let me take the crest off. So I don't have to deal with the crust anymore, and I can just make a cute little round head. And uh, and but anyway, as I was finishing rinsing him, I thought, "Is my pump sputtering? This is not good." My, but maybe it's just because I'm kind of in an awkward angle in the place that my pump drains into. It's uphill instead of downhill. I said, "Maybe." Yes, I thought maybe that was it. So I got to the next house, which was the other Bichon, Charlie the Bichon, no, Ozzy, sorry, Ozzy the Bichon, and he had four months of coat. Uh. But this dog has the best coat. They never touch him with a brush or anything, and yet I could blow three-quarters of his coat out, and I knew it because I could look at it, and I could analyze it, and I could see they were just kind of slightly twisted, and they weren't knotted, and there was no danger of me completely having to shave him down But I knew my water was low. I knew it would take me a really long time to dry that coat. So I waited out and I did a really fast low water bath with my Hydro Surge barely in enough water to suck up enough. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I shouldn't be doing this. I got to turn it off. And so I turned it off and I hand bathed him and I was able to rinse him out enough and I dried that gigantic coat and I was able to leave like do the orange comb on him. So he wasn't completely stripped.
0: That's one thing about this new DIY pump that I bought. It pumps down to a fifth of an inch. That's nice. So that's nice. Now it has a bottom that's a type of a screen but it's not really that fine of a screen like the bathing beauty so we we're gonna have to like take it apart every month or so and make sure there's no hair up near the impeller but or put like tulle or
1: mesh or cheesecloth or something or nylon do you have nylons I haven't had a nylon for who knows how long but you could just put a nylon over the base of it and keep the hair out that way. It's just a thought. Yeah, that's a good thought.
0: Yep. And it, let me finish what, with my week because it, it went from having to get, you know, like I don't usually get to the shop till about 11, you know. And it's just being old and tired and sore and, and you know, needing to write up a webinar and that kind of stuff, having other things that I need to do. But it's hard for me to get out of the house early like I used to. So suddenly I had to get out there, be there at 830 every day (laughs) because Dave Dave was so sick, we worried that he might die. Oh, man, that's no good. I mean, Yvonne went to see him and she got back to me and she said, Barbara, he's really bad. He can hardly talk to me. He is just a zombie on the couch. Yikes. And she tried to get him to uh, call 911 and he wouldn't. He wanted to just quote, sleep it off. That is how people die. And that is how people die. And she went by two or three times during the day and said this. So I said, as soon as I get out of here, I'm gonna go. And I said, and I'll stay the night and uh, I'll just stay as late as I have to. Well, she didn't want me driving. It's kind of a far away where he lives. She did not want me driving in the dark either way. So she said, I'll come get you. Well, as she's on the way to come get me, she gets a text from her granddaughter They've been rear-ended in a bad wreck with the baby in the car. Oh, man. Okay, so there her life goes, <clears throat> left turn. Right, sorry, Dave, <laughs> got other problems. <laughs> sorry, Dave. <laughs> so I, you know, so I waited and waited. And, so that really put me late, so I really didn't want to drive. Finally, she came right sort of at dusk and picked me up and took me over there and he was wretched he, he had had not kept down a swallow of liquid all day he just was drinking sugar-free sprite and puking it drinking it a thing and then puking it and puking more than what he just drank you know he was just dehydrated he was pitiful he was murmuring. Oh, he was just bad, and he, I don't know, go to the hospital. I don't know, go to the hospital. I don't know. They'll keep. Oh well, they'll keep you there if they need to keep you there. I am going to stay here all night long and watch every miserable moment that you have because you are not dying on my watch. Yay. Yay! Well, he just sat up and called nine eleven. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta be the boss. Yep. Sometimes you've gotta be the mom. Sometimes you've just gotta be the one that draws the line and says, "This is how men die." Yep. This is why women live longer than men. I'm convinced. Yeah, because they just don't go. Well, so he spent the week. And actually, the paramedics said he might get out really quickly because of what they determined. They checked his heart. They checked They checked him out pretty good. And they said, um, what we're seeing is that his potassium level is quite elevated. And um, that could be causing all of this. And the whole time, he's sitting out on his steps of his porch, vomiting off to the side God. into something that was a plant or something. <laughs> I'm behind him trying to rub his back, don't touch him, he can't move, he has to get a heart rate, you know, like, oh, God, it was just like, well, it's horrible, it was stressful, it was scary, I love that man so much, I mean, he is, he is not just a hire, he is not just an employee. Right, there's history. Yeah, there's history there, it's just like Yvonne is not... Just a, we're family. Yep. What can I say? Yep. You know, I do that with my employees. I know you're not supposed to, but it's done. And that's how it is. You know, I had to push him as hard as it would take to get him there. And if he hadn't called, I would have called. So they kept him for a week? So they kept him. Well, it, then he had, the next day or so, they diagnosed pancreatitis. So anyway, then Yvonne came to work to cover for Dave on Wednesday, and I started out with six dogs to groom and ended up with two. They canceled? One forgot. (laughs) My flaky doodle lady, she's, you know, I have to give her a, a 9.30 appointment because she can't make a nine. Well, and then, you know, it was 10.30, I realized she still wasn't there. What the hell, you know, like time is running out. So she failed. The Yorkie and the Irish Terrier, they claimed they had texted me to say that they were called off in emergency to El Paso because his sister had a fall. And so that, that was just an unscheduled cancellation that I didn't know about. And then my last dog of the day was, My elderly Scotty who called in with diarrhea and more grumpy than usual. You don't wanna do a first of all, you don't want to do a dog with diarrhea, and secondly, you don't want to do one that's grumpy about it. Right. And she's she's (laughs) she's grumpy enough in her senior status, a little mouthy, a little picky, a little I don't wanna, you know, and if she's more grumpy than usual, it means she's dangerous, dangerously grumpy. So never mind. It's only grooming. <laughs> right. That's one of my sayings. You know, I put my customers off the hook. No worries. It's only grooming. We'll reschedule her when she's feeling better. And shit happens. Ha! <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> or it doesn't have- <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> poor Molly, we, we just hope oh, she's better. So, you know, we just did a really good job on two on two dogs. And one of them was my favorite doodle and the other one was a Bichon mix that I love. Oh, and I got a call. The good news of the week is that I got a call from a customer that I thought had left me. Mm. They were the elderly couple with Toby the Bichon and I used to go pick up the dog. And they moved from their condo to an in-house living facility. I remember this story. Yeah, remember them, Toby the Bichon? Yeah. Well, just never came together for them to bring the dog. So I assumed that, uh, that there was a mobile that was servicing the facility and that they probably used that. Well, she called. And she called, Barbara, this is Joan Fox. Do you remember me? <laughs> is, oh, I, oh, yes, I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about I should call you and wish you a Merry Christmas. And so what's going on? She said, will you take us back? <laughs> <laughs> so the mobile, they tried to use the in-house mobile. But the first appointment that they were given, they were not given a choice of You know, like what time frame works for you? No, they were just assigned a 7.30 appointment. They are not functional at 7.30 in the morning. And I totally understand that because I'm not functional at 7.30 in the morning and I'm not 95. Right. You know, so that appointment got blown off. She says, he has not been groomed since you last saw him. Uh Uh-oh. He's going to look like Ozzy the uh, Bichon. (laughs) Yep. So then the second appointment, they made an appointment for 2.30 in the afternoon, which was fine, but they didn't show up until 6.30. Oh, that's late. And that's too late for them. So they opted for just a nail trim and get out of here, you know. And run away. And that's when they said, we need you. <laughs> We need the way you care for our dog. We need the way that you understand us. We need you. Now, that was really a compliment. And they now have hired on their own help that can drive the dog to and from me. Ah, doggy taxi. It's a helper. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. You know, and so I don't have to go out of my way to pick him up. They just want to bring him. We've got an appointment for the first of the year. And I'm just delighted that I'm going to be able to work with those people. And I even thought that maybe somewhere in between Christmas and New Year's, I'd just go over there and have tea with them. And they said, oh, we would love that. Oh, neat. We have nobody to talk to. (laughs) (laughs) So I might do that because that's what I do, the little extra shit. Yeah, I think that all kind of falls underneath the term hospitality. I think we overlook the value of hospitality to our business because we think of it as a grooming business and we go to school to learn to groom and we don't appreciate that it's a service industry And that falls in the category of hospitality. Hold that thought. Let's take a break,
1: and we'll come back with a discussion where we explore hospitality. Did you know that Stasco has come out with a couple of new products? First, there is the Stasco Oatmeal Protein Conditioner. This conditioner provides exceptional body and manageability and super shiny finishes. And it has a wonderful apple scent that I love. Great right in the recirculator, too. And they have a new matching protein conditioning spray, dematting, anti-static conditioning, and finishing all in one, just like the original Stasco spray, but with that delicious apple fragrance. Look for these new products at trade shows and your favorite distributors like Cascade Grooming Supplies.
0: I used the uh, the Stasco oatmeal conditioner spray on one of the bearded collies, and I used it quite a bit last couple of days and I really like it. And I love the fragrance. It's light, it's apple-y. I personally like the oatmeal because it takes some of these older coats and really helps to finish them up nicely without over softening the coat. So I'm giving it a five stars. Bee Bird thumbs up on the uh, Stasco Oatmeal Conditioning Spray. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment.
1: Okay, Barbara, let's explore
0: hospitality. Well, let me tell you my experience here. I watched an interview on TV with a, uh, with a man promoting his new book. And he is a restaurateur with a partner who's the top chef. And they took their New York restaurant to the top Restaurant of the Year Award through exceptional, over-the-top hospitality. And he has now become a coach, a teacher, uh, you know, an expert on the whole matter of hospitality. And it got me to start thinking of hospitality in terms of my customer service and what it is you know, hospitality is a free service that we offer with our business. Or we should if we're not. And if we're not, we're missing the mark because as they say in the restaurant business, the meal without the hospitality, it can be the best meal in the world and be a failure experience for the customer if the service is poor. And we need to keep that in mind and see what we can do. You know, like, and I know that I'm good at it, and I know that you're good at it because you're a very hospitable woman. And even though I am a kind of a secret bitch, <laughs> I <laughs> I am very welcoming and friendly when my customers. I sit at a table that faces the door that opens and sees the customers as they step in. And like this week, anybody that was carrying a Christmas gift got the here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus from me (laughs) as they opened the door and stepped into the salon. So that's hospitality. You know, they were greeted with a song and expression of, Oh, for me, you know, I, appreciation for their gift and appreciation for their business. And I, and the other thing that I do is that I welcome the dog into the building. Charlie has entered the building like he was Elvis, you know, uh, <laughs> I just like to keep good humor and friendliness happening, as well as serious discussions, but just really overlaid with a welcoming, hospitable demeanor. Approachable, too. And all of that. But I think it's really worth thinking about how we can upgrade our serving of hospitality, how we can serve our meal in a more hospitable
1: manner. This is my other secret weapon. This is the other reason that my scissoring isn't the most important thing about my grooming. I do have that gift of making, I'm a people person, even though I may not like people. My dad recognized it when I was really little. He's like, you know, you have a gift. You're a people person. And it is a gift. And it's part of what I do as a mobile groomer because so many of the people I'm visiting are stuck in their houses. They can't get out or they go out very little and the only people that they really interact with are medical professionals. So I bring a little bit of home to them by being hospitable even though it's their house. And they're always hospitable to me. I get, especially at this time of year, I get reminded of that as I get goodies and cookies and my car passenger seat is filled up with all kinds of neat stuff from the people I visit. They make me feel like I'm part of their house and I hope that they feel like they're part of my family. I've always been an oversharer and when I was, worked at the front desk of the import corporation I used to get in trouble for being too oversharing of my personal things. But it turns out Mobile Grooming's perfect for that. They welcome that. I mean, I'm not the groomer who just comes in, takes your dog and leaves. I'm the one who comes in and asks how your kid is and you know, greets the dog first. That's always as you talk about, I always greet the dog first. Then I greet the people it just makes them feel like I really care. And the truth is, I do really
0: care. And it comes out. Well, I really care too. And I really care about creating a service that works for the people. You know, I had difficulties on Friday. We were very heavily booked for the afternoon. And there was a big blank spot in the morning, but it happened that way. And my... One o'clock doc came in and I started to say, it might be as late as five o'clock today, Dave. Does that work for you? And he said very firmly, I'd actually rather not. Very clearly, very clearly communicated. And and I said, I got it. (laughs) We won't let that happen. Perfect. Exactly. And so I worked it. So that I got it, the dog out in about two hours, texted him, came in and handed me $200. Ha, see, there you go. $200 bills. So there you go. Another part of that day, I had booked at 1030 two toy poodles that had missed their appointment on Monday. And I wasn't unhappy because I was doing Charlie on Monday and then had to go see Dave. And it was all messed up on Mondays. I wasn't unhappy that those two poodles didn't show up. But the man who it's the father's taking care of the daughter's dogs while she's on a trip. OK, so he calls me and says, I think I missed my boy. <laughs> what can we do? And please don't tell my daughter. I <laughs> said. I won't tell you, daughter. We can do them on Friday, and can you do ten thirty? Well, he said, "You know, my i my wife is in a wheelchair. We have a caretaker that comes every day, but she doesn't come until eleven. Inside, I'm groaning because it's pushing it back into that afternoon time where we've already got too much." I said, "Well, then I think we should make it eleven And he said, thank you. Oh, I bet they felt such a relief. And then he forgot. Oops. And so at 12 o'clock, I called him and he said, oh, yeah, my wife and I were just arguing about this. (laughs) She said it was for today and I was saying it was for Monday. And I said, no, sir. Monday was the appointment that you missed this week. (laughs) And he said, well, if I bring them now, can you do them? And I said, certainly. It's horrible. I didn't want to do them. No, I know. I knew the dynamics. He's taking care of the dogs for his daughter. His daughter's going to come back like on Christmas Day and she had actually asked for them to be done a week ago. And this is what we actually came down to. And if they didn't get done, there's gonna be shit to pay for him. And I just didn't want that to happen. So I said, no problem. Just get here when you can and we'll work it out. And it might be, you know, for three or five before we get them done. And he came in and handed me $200. <laughs> you know, here, <laughs> please don't tell my daughter. <laughs> and I said, don't worry, I'm not a snitch. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for understanding. <laughs> so this was kind of how my my Friday was really hard, but we got it all
1: done. Especially at this time of year, the hospitality thing can kind of get shoved by the wayside if you're so busy that you're not really paying attention tuned to that. In. Tuned in. Tuned in to your customers. Same thing like you were talking earlier where you said that perhaps the dog had a bad experience. If you're tuned out while you're working on the dog and you're not paying any attention to the dog or reassuring them, that's a no Bueno. That's no bueno.
0: That was all my yeah, Spanish. That's no <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's not Spanish. <laughs> no bueno por nada. No good for nothing. There we go. I bring this up because as I kind of checked in on Facebook uh, in the last evening or so, I noticed we've gone from being pushovers to being bitches Do you know what I mean? People have gone from people taking advantage of them and everything. And that's a possibility in our business. And especially young women that have their own business, you've got to be firm. You've got to set limits. But you don't want to be such a limit setter that your service doesn't work for your customers who have life that shit happens. You know, you can't have perfect clients with perfect lives all the time. There's going to be some accidents that happen in their life, some things that happen in your working life. And there's a give and take that needs to happen with your clients. That doesn't mean you're letting them walk all over you. It just means you're allowing them to have a service that works for them. Being somewhat more flexible. Of course, if they're late every time and not taking it seriously or not paying, then bye-bye, you know, or if they're excessive in their demands and not being appreciative of that or acknowledging their excess demanding, bye-bye, you know. But for everyday people that have a husband in the hospital or a sick child or a sick Pet that has diarrhea today, and I don't think I should bring her. Well, of course, I don't have to charge those people a cancellation fee. That old Scotty really does have diarrhea. If they have diarrhea every three months and miss appointments, then I might charge a diarrhea fee. Right. You know? <laughs> The all-important diarrhea fee. (laughs) The (laughs) all-important diarrhea fee, you know, which is, in a way, diarrhea is no excuse for you. Your dog is healthy, (laughs) and I know it. But, you know, I try to run my business. I do call it things like diarrhea fee. I try to keep some levity. It's only dog grooming. Yep. You know? (laughs) And uh, we love it. And I love them. My customer, who was once a millionaire and the IRS took everything he had, (laughs) oh, the poor guy, he's so humble, (laughs) he's so sorry he can't tip, and he used to hand out cash like it was candy, and he can't do that anymore, and he says, but I still love you. And I said, we love you too, Jim. And we love Allie. And just don't worry about it. We're good. $5 tip is fine. Yes, absolutely. Hospitality is how you serve up your grooming, how you wait on your customer, how you allow them their customer is not always right, but they're always the customer. Their words always have value. Their
1: feelings have value to the way you run your business, and you need to honor Right.
0: That. I'm probably going to get this guy's book on hospitality uh, over the top and see how I can apply even more hospitality to my business, probably like maybe answering my shop. <laughs> That's crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, You know, another person who was really great about hospitality was Walt Disney. There's a lot of business books written about his philosophy on hospitality and treating the guests as guests and treating the employees as cast members and the whole business model that he created is one that's been studied a lot for hospitality. And I always look there.
0: Yeah. This man, I'm sorry, I don't have his name and the name of his book right now, but I'll printed out when we dropped this episode, this guy says that, you know, the concept of hospitality applies to your employees and your co-workers. And I mean, it has to go around. It has to be an entire company commitment, and it's internal as well as to the external. I can see that. That would be
1: really important to have the whole unified staff and everything Treat people with that feeling of hospitality.
0: And treat each other like they count. Yes. So that's enough of that today. That is enough of that today. <laughs> and
1: let's take a break. And then we're going to be back with a little conversation
0: about fragrance. Chris Bear Anthony here visiting the Groom Pod. So if you know me, you know how much I love my evolution shears. They are the only shears I actually use. So check out all the options, including customizable non-swivels, at evolutionshears.com and give Abby a shout with any questions you might have. GroomPod listeners get $10 off and free shipping with the code GroomPod, so check them out today. Your hands will thank you.
1: Sometimes my clients don't like a walking air freshener. When these crazy people request a scent-free option,
0: I go right to
1: show season.
0: I think that everybody should have Show Season True Tearless Shampoo and Show Season Hypoconditioner on hand. Show Season has formulated True Tearless Shampoo with alternative surfactants that are less irritating but still clean very well. And the Hypo Conditioner is one of the best fragrance free conditioners in the market. And if you guys would like to find some Show
1: Season True Tearless or Hypo Conditioner, go to ShowSeasonGrooming.com. Up in the morning and out to The teacher is teaching
0: the golden Groomers, take your seats. School is about to begin.
1: Do you have some feelings about fragrances these days as you study for your next webinar?
0: Well, yes I do. I have some feelings about fragrances even if I'm not preparing a webinar on product safety. But uh, you know, I have mixed feelings about fragrances because I like good smells. And I like my dogs to smell good. But I don't like them to be over-cologned or over-perfumed. And I think that our culture is becoming over-fragranced, way over-fragranced. On the other hand, I don't think that fragrances are as harmful as the fearmongers make out. I read this the other day. Here's somebody that says, uh, Almost every single conventional skincare and cosmetic product, even unscented ones, contain artificial fragrances. Manufacturers aren't required to reveal what's actually in their fragrances, so you'll simply see fragrance or parfum on the ingredients list when it could actually be a cocktail of carcinogens, allergens, endocrine disruptors, and irritants. Boy, she's uplifting. Boy, so that is number two on this person's 10 harmful ingredients in makeup and skincare. Now, I don't believe that, and that's not true. There are not carcinogens, allergens, endocrine disruptors, and irritants in most fragrances, or even maybe in any fragrances, although there may be allergens. I think the allergens are the one thing that we nearly really need to think about. But the truth is fragrances only consist of about one, sometimes 2% of what's in the bottle. A little goes a long way. A little goes a long way. And there may be 15 to 20 ingredients that compose a fragrance. So there's no one ingredient. And then when you figure out that you're using like one ounce of which 1% of which 115 is uh, a potential endocrine disruptor. It's no worse than eating pears. Eating pears? Well, pears have formaldehyde. No. I can never yeah. have another pear. What am I going to do? No. Oh my.
1: <laughs> That's one of like the only fruits I like. I'm in trouble. <laughs> or, I love pears too. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I won't give up pears then. (laughs) So you
0: see, our bodies are really made to deal with some of these things that we get in nature, as well as man-made. The business about being endocrine disruptors comes from phthalates. Phthalates are plasticizers that are used in plastic manufacturers to keep plastic from becoming brittle. A plasticizer is really make something be more malleable or more flexible, not more stiff and plasticky. The phthalates are a really a group of chemicals, of which only one really nowadays in the 2023 exists in cosmetics, and that's a DEP diethyl phthalate, that has been safety tested and passed, passed many safety profiles. The phthalates that were shown to be potentially endocrine disruptors are not the phthalate that's used in fragrances. So get over it. (laughs) Good, because I do
1: like a walking air freshener, as we all know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think we overdo it. And my personal gripe about fragrances is that we've been oversold the value of fragrance in our culture. The latest thing are the crystal for your laundry. Oh, the little pellets. Crystals. Crystals for your laundry? Pellets. Fragrance crystals. Oh. I happen to like this one because I liked the name of the fragrance. And that's another thing that sells us on something. I like this because the name of this fragrance is Fresh Vibes. (laughs) I like it too. (laughs) I like that. Purex Crystals infuses your clothes with an extraordinary freshness. Freshness. Since when does... Perfume equal freshness. Get it? Yeah. An extraordinary freshness that puts the finishing touch on your laundry and makes every day a little more rewarding. Huh. With the exciting variety of fragrance Purex Crystals offers, it's easy to find a fragrance to match every laundry occasion. What is it, a fucking date? (laughs) I like my laundry to smell nice. But you see, everybody, every one of them, There's there are now, I thought there was like maybe three or four. I didn't even know there was Purex, which this is. But I knew that, that Gain had them and just the major laundry detergent. Yeah, I use the ones made by Downey. Downey has them. But they all make this equation that artificial fragrance equals freshness and in these cases of these additives they're like laundry additives the fragrance lasts up to 12 weeks it does i can tell you because my pillowcase
1: smells divine
0: (laughs) (laughs) we've been oversold the value of perfumes well, and then there's a whole bunch of them that are natural. And so that's where you have lavender all over the place. Now you have lavender fragrance that you put in your clothing. And we've, uh, we've just seen a few weeks ago that lavender fragrance, what makes lavender fragrance smell like lavender, is a chemical that is an allergen. So... That's the part we have to be concerned about. Um, Fragrance allergies and allergic reactions to fragrances are a thing. And we have to respect that. And we need to always have on hand fragrance-free products to offer our clients. I fully believe that. And I always have
1: True Tearless, and the Hypo Conditioner, and I will use the Max with nothing else in it because that is fragrance-free as well as my spray-on conditioner and drying aid and all that stuff. But you have to have that protocol because you have to, once again, back to hospitality, recognize that someone either doesn't like the fragrance or has a reaction to the fragrance, and you have to be able to provide that service without the
0: fragrance. I used to downgrade the client you know, it's a hot mess. What do you mean you have, you can't have any fragrances? Well, if you don't know what fragrance components you're allergic to, it's just a crapshoot with fragrances. On the other hand, the fear mongers want every single item that's in every single fragrance to be listed you know, you're going to end up with products that have attachments that <laughs> were, unfolds down to the floor. With, <laughs> and you, you need a magnifying
1: glass to read them.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be a, with a typeface that's the same color as the paper. Yes. You know.
1: <laughs> For sure.
0: <laughs> there needs to be a balance. I'm not going to say I don't want any fragrances around because I like, well, not quite as much as you, I'm fond of fragrances. And they're certainly not gonna cause hormonal issues. I mean, unless you, maybe you, I think you could overuse the laundry fragrance additives because especially the kind that comes just in a bottle and you shake some and you can add more or less. That's what they're hoping you're gonna add more. (laughs) (laughs) They're hoping hoping that you're going to add more and uh, then it'll last 15 weeks. I don't know.
1: I hear what you're laying out, Barbara. I hear it and I understand it and I will heed the warning.
0: I'm not going to say that fragrances are dangerous because they're not. And they're certainly not likely to be very dangerous in rinse-off products. And I still believe that actually spritzing with a cologne is better than using fragrance in the products themselves. I think of it this way. The fragrance in
1: the products is for me, for my pleasure during the bathing process, and I don't really want it to stick on the dog so much. The spray on cologne is what I'm giving to the client to smell later, and... You know, that's the way I think about it. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I really did go through a bottle of uh, sugar cookie cologne this season. I have a little to leave over for Happy New Year. But um, yeah, I love that one. You know, and Marco smells good even two weeks later when he's uh, laying on my pillow that I then have to squeeze into one-fourth of the pillow for my head. <laughs> well, he has three-fourths of the pillow for his entire body. I get it. <laughs> you know what one of my
1: favorite products is these days? Is that the Equus detangler gel? And my horse right now has a knot in her mane that is gonna take me an hour to detail. It's just horrible. So I'm gonna get out there. Thanks for being here with us. Happy grooming and happy new year, and we'll see you next time on the Groom Pod. Bye bye now. Barbara says goodbye too.